thank you for listening to the podcasts from Life Central Church. For more information or to visit one of our locations, go to lifecentralchurch.org.uk. Hello, it's so good to connect with you again today, whenever or wherever you are watching this. I have a question for you right from the word go, and I want you to engage with us, okay? So whatever platform you're watching this on, okay, especially of course if you're watching it live, in the chat, and maybe you don't, you're one of those people that don't normally do the chat, I want to encourage you to do it today, okay? Who is your favourite superhero? Okay, not favourite bald person. We'll come on to that later. Who is your favourite superhero? I would love you to pop that in the chat right now because we are talking about living with boldness, not with baldness. Okay, that's one of, one of our guys said this week. And so we've had a whole thing on social media. Who's your favourite bald person? But we're actually talking about living with boldness. And when you think of your favourite superhero, they normally have boldness, don't they? They have courage. Uh, they have courage to take on challenges. And um, But you know, I think we can sometimes think that to be bold and to live courageous in our life means that we need to be some kind of superhero. It doesn't mean that at all. In fact, one of my favourite quotes about courage or about boldness is from a film called We Bought a Zoo, but it was a quote from a guy called Benjamin Mee. And he said this, you know, sometimes all you need is 20 seconds of insane courage. Just literally 20 seconds of just embarrassing bravery. And I promise you something great will come of it. It's those 20 seconds where somehow we find that boldness and that courage. And we believe that that can come when we pray dangerous prayers. And we are, this series is based on this book by Craig Grishel in America. And I'm crediting the material, much of this material to him. And he's given it to churches all around the world. And we've looked at some of the dangerous prayers in this book and some others as well. We've looked at search me. That's a dangerous prayer. God, shine your light on what's going on on the inside. We looked last week, um, uh, uh, break me, break my heart for what breaks yours. But we're looking at a third dimension here today. You see, the reality is many of us, and if you say that you're a Christian today, or maybe you're not a Christian, but you know that during COVID-19, you started praying. Many, many people have started praying during this season, even if they don't even know if there's a God. But often our prayers can be safe. They can be, bless this food, protect me and my family, keep me safe, keep me comfortable. I want to say to you, those are kind of safe prayers, but they'll never, you'll never experience the life that God has for you praying safe prayers. It's got to be dangerous prayers. And boldness is not a superpower. You see, boldness literally means a willingness to take risks, acts of innovation, courage or confidence. Who prays for boldness? Nobody does, right? Actually, we do, because when we face challenges, when we face circumstances and situations that are bigger than us, and we feel small, we need to pray for that boldness to come. You see, this is why we think dangerous prayers is so important. And here's the reason, because following Jesus was never meant to be safe. It was never meant to be safe. And if you're checking us out and you're not sure about the Christian faith, you know, you might think, oh, if I become a Christian, then everything gets nice. Do you know what I mean? That's what, that's what people say about some Christians. They're nice and it's all comfortable. Not at all. I want to show you today that actually following Jesus is not about being nice. It's about being filled with boldness and courage so that when you're facing challenges, when you're facing circumstances that seem and appear bigger than you, you are filled with courage and you are filled with confidence.
And, and I want to take you today to a story uh, about the early church. It's right at the, at the beginning of the book of Acts, which is the story of the early church. And it's in Acts chapter 4. Let me give you a little bit of background to this. Peter and John, two of the early uh, followers of Jesus, what we call disciples, apostles. And um, they'd been speaking about Jesus. And Jesus had been uh, crucified and, and uh, resurrected and then risen to heaven. And, and so the church had began. And in fact, when the church began first, they were very timid. But they were filled with the Spirit of God and they became bold. And in Acts chapter 4, you read that there's this guy that's been ill for 40 years and, and they pray for him and he gets healed. And everybody knows this guy was sick and now he's healed. And that causes quite a stir. Before I move on, I just want to say to you, we believe that God heals people today. I know this is a difficult, confusing uh, subject and, 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 and maybe you've had prayer for an illness before and you weren't healed. And I, I can't say that God heals all the time, but I do know God heals. I've seen it. I've experienced it myself. Remember years ago as a young man um, uh, being in, in, in a meeting where, where a lady um, was in a wheelchair and saw her be healed and come out of the chair and run around the auditorium. And it was so amazing. I remember as a young guy feeling, wow, God can do this. And we believe in this church, God can still do things like that. In fact, at the end of the message today, I'm going to give you an opportunity to maybe ask for prayer if you are sick physically, that God would heal you because God does that. And that's what happens in this story. But then the, the leaders, um, the religious leaders, they get uh, annoyed and uptight about this. And they call um, Peter and John before them uh, and they threaten them. And they say, you've got to stop speaking about Jesus. Now, now, Peter and John know that these are the guys that had their Lord and Saviour, Jesus, crucified. So these guys aren't messing about. So how do they respond when they're threatened in this way? Well, it says in Acts chapter 4, verse 10, Let me clearly state to all of you, says Peter, and to all the people of Israel, that he was healed, this man, by the powerful name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, the man you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead. Like they're not playing it safe, are they? Do you know what I mean? They're really going for it. And what does that response um, draw out from the religious leaders? Look, look in verse 13. The members of the council were amazed when they saw, here it is, the boldness of Peter and John, for they could see that they were ordinary men with no special training in the Scriptures. They also recognised them as men who had been with Jesus. The word for ordinary here in the original Greek language, is the word idiotas. The word idiotas. Just take a wild guess. What word do you think we get from the Greek word idiotas? Exactly. Boldness, it can feel like I'm being an idiot right now. Do you know what I mean? They were filled with this idiocy almost. And yet it's incredible what happens as a result of that. So they're threatened, they're challenged, they then go back to the rest of the gang, the rest of the believers, and they gather them together and say, hey guys, you know these guys that killed Jesus and crucified him? We saw all that, remember that? They've threatened us that unless we stop talking about Jesus, some of the same things could happen to us. So let's pray. And if that was me and you, what would we pray then? Maybe we'd pray, hey Lord, keep us safe. Help us to control ourselves. Let's not be idiots. Do you know what I mean? Let, let, let's not go bold. Let's not go courageous. Let's play it safe. Let's shut the doors. Let's pull the blinds down. Let's just get safe and comfortable. That's not what they pray. Let's listen to their prayer, the dangerous prayer. And now, O oh Lord, hear their threats 
and give us your servants, here it is, great boldness in preaching your word. Stretch out your hand with healing power. May miraculous signs and wonders be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. After this prayer, the meeting place shook and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Then they preached the word of God with boldness. I want to summarise their prayer into today's dangerous prayer. And it's this, fill me, make me bold. Guys, wherever you are right now, maybe you're sat on your own. Maybe you're with your family. Maybe you're out and about. I don't know. You may be facing a battle right now. You may be facing a situation or a circumstance and you feel like that little goose next to that big cow. Do you know what I mean? You feel like that little dog next to those big lions. You feel small and it feels big. Dangerous prayer is not keep me safe. It's not protect me. It's not may this thing go away. But Lord, fill me with boldness so I can face this challenge. Sometimes all it takes is 20 seconds of boldness. It's not about being a superpower. It's not a superhero thing. It's literally in that moment saying, God, would you fill me with your spirit, with your courage so that I can be bold Maybe for this 20 seconds. And you might say, oh, yeah, but I'm not bold. I'm not, I'm not wired that way. We're all different personalities. And we are all different personalities. For some of you, doing what I do on this stage here, speaking to people or speaking to a camera, it will completely freak you out. It completely freaks me out as well a lot of the time. But we're all different and we are different for sure. But this isn't, isn't about personality. You see, we are all different. So, so when asked, is this cup half full or half empty? I wonder how you respond. You know, the ground down mother of a five-year-old says, darling, this cup is whatever you want it to be. If you will just give mommy five minutes of quiet. The warrior, the warrior, okay, they, they fret that the remainder of the cup will evaporate by morning. The entrepreneur thinks the glass is undervalued by half its potential. The musician is unimpressed because the organisers of the conference have filled it with water and not alcohol. And the reality is we are all different. We're wired differently. But on a scale of one to 10, the question I wanna ask you is how bold are you today? The scale is gonna come up on the screen right now. Okay, and I want you to imagine that maybe you're a one. Okay, maybe you're a one down here and you think, no, I'm really, or maybe a two or a three. Here's the thing. I wanna ask you, if you're a follower of Jesus, what would other people say about your boldness? Not about your personality type, because this isn't about a personality type, but about your boldness. Maybe you're a two or a three. Maybe you're a seven or an eight. Maybe there are seasons that you're facing right now in your life where you say, hey, oh, I used to be a seven, you know, but now I'm a two. Or, or maybe some of you are saying, do you know what? By God's power, He's actually moving me up this scale because I want to be bolder for Him to live a life that God wants me to live. You know, after Jesus um, left, the, uh, left the, the earth, you know, and, and he said, I'm going now and I'm going to send my Holy Spirit. And, and of course, they'd seen him uh, crucified and buried and then rose again. But, but they were living in fear. Those early followers of Jesus were living in fear. None of them were bold. But the Bible says in Acts chapter 2 that in the room while they were waiting, the Spirit of Jesus came and filled them. And that may be a weird concept for some of you to grasp, but I want you to know. Our faith, Christianity, is not about how hard we try. It's about how much we surrender to God 
so that Jesus by his spirit lives his life in us and through us. And that means, guys, that means you and I can be bold. We can pray that fill me prayer. Don't feel bold right now. Fill me with your spirit. Make me bold. Maybe for that 20 seconds when you want to share an invitation to someone, if you're a follower of Jesus and you want to speak to someone about your faith, I had a situation this week where, where I had that moment where I say, okay, do I or don't I? And I said, hey, could I pray for you? And it was just that moment. I didn't feel bold, but that moment of, hey, I want to pray for you. In this 20 seconds, fill me with courage to pray for you. And I did. Maybe it's that moment when, when you see someone in need and, and you say, hey, give me the courage to go meet that need, to go walk across the room, to cross the street, to knock on the door. Maybe you're in the office or, or, or in a family dynamic situation and, and you know that the culture is toxic and, and you say, God, it, it, I don't feel bold, but fill me with boldness to speak positivity. Fill me with boldness to challenge. Fill me with boldness to speak up, to speak out, to speak into the situation. Sometimes all it takes is 20 seconds of boldness. Let me just, before I get into the three points I want to share with you, let me just say, as Life Central Church, you know, we've um, prayerfully taken the decision that we want to uh, begin to regather in-person services from October the 4th. You've probably heard that right at the start of our time. And, and that's taken boldness to do that. But you know, those churches that are waiting, it takes boldness to do that as well. And the reality is we don't know, we don't know that tomorrow the Prime Minister, which is Monday, the Prime Minister might say, hey, you can't do that. We don't know that. The reality is, guys, let's just lean in for a moment. With COVID-19, we all thought it would be, there'd be a moment when it would be behind us and then we could just move on. The reality is we've got to learn to live with this as we move into this season. I don't know how long it's going to be, but we've got to learn to live. That's going to require boldness. It's going to require boldness for some of you to leave your house and to start re-engaging. For some of you, it's going to take boldness to stop engaging so much and obey the jolly rules. It's going to take boldness to do both. And so I want to encourage you today. I think this is a message relevant to life. I think it's really relevant to this season that we're in. God, I don't feel, I feel weak. I feel small. I feel intimidated. Would you fill me and make me bold? Now, three attributes of boldness that come when you pray the fill me dangerous prayer. And then I'm going to give you an opportunity to pray that prayer today. So here we go. Number one, boldness almost always triggers spiritual opposition. Woohoo! That's great news, isn't it? Almost always when you pray the dangerous prayer, fill me, make me bold, spiritual opposition comes. Look at what happens. Acts 5.18, they arrested the apostles and put them in the public jail. Again, this is the second time in a week they've arrested them. They arrested them, threatened them. They went back, prayed the bold, dangerous prayer. They arrested them again. Because following Jesus was never meant to be safe. Following Jesus was never meant to be straightforward. The Apostle Paul, who comes later into the, into the story of the church, you know, he was arrested, beaten, shipwrecked, bitten by snakes, everything. He faced spiritual opposition. If you're not ready for spiritual opposition, you're not ready to be used by God. In fact, Craig Rochelle in this book says this amazing thing. He says, don't worry when you face opposition, worry when you don't. And maybe right now, you are facing opposition, maybe in your workplace or, or circumstances or family or friends or whatever, and you're feeling that and, you're, and, and it's causing you to want to go back spiritually and retract. 
don't do that. Don't worry when you face the opposition. Worry when you don't. Number two, boldness often releases the miraculous. They're now in prison again for a second time, but they prayed the bowl me, fill me prayer. And in Acts 5, 19 to 20, but an angel of the Lord came at night, opened the gates of the jail and brought them out. Then he told them, go to the temple and give the people this message of life. Wow, an angel. I love the way that the writer of Acts, who's a guy called Luke, he's a historian and a doctor. He writes, it's so matter of fact, an angel of the Lord stood behind them. Now, if that was me, okay, and an angel of the Lord just stood behind me, I don't think I'd be so matter of fact. In fact, I think I'd definitely get my phone out and take a selfie. Those of you that know me know that the selfie face would be there, okay? I don't think I'd be so matter of fact. It's an angel. But to these guys, it's like, hey, we believe in God. And we pray, fill me, make me bold. So why are we surprised when actually the supernatural God does something supernatural? When you and I, Get the courage, even in those 20 seconds, to pray, fill me, make me bold. Don't be surprised when the miraculous happens around you. When you're walking in obedience to God, don't be surprised if God shows up. Guys, right now, if you're not walking in obedience to God, don't be surprised if God doesn't show up. But if you are, don't be surprised if God shows up. Many of you will know the story of our church over the last few years that we had this fire uh, five years ago, just a couple of weekends ago. We, we marked that and, and it's quite a, an amazing story because it burnt our auditorium and, uh, and we were left a little bit, what's happening, what's not happening. And I remember praying and someone said to me, what should we pray for? And I said, well, listen, we've got loads of great people in the church but we don't have anyone in the insurance business and we really need that right now. That week I had an email from a couple, a guy, and he said, we've just joined the church and he works for the third biggest insurance company in the world. I thought, wow, that's miraculous. And then I remembered that six months before the fire or eight or nine months actually before the fire, I'd been in Albania and with a friend of mine and they was, we were having a coffee together and, and she hears from God a lot and she said, I feel God has got a message for you. And she gave me this message and I recorded it and wrote it out. And at the time it felt really weird. Now this was eight months before the fire, so I forgot about it. Then when we had the fire, I got the message out and the message said, I see you walking through a fire and it's devastation all around and you can't see what's happening and you don't understand what God is doing. But don't worry, God is with you in the fire. And the message went on to talk about exactly what happened eight, nine, ten months later. Boldness. When you become bold, guys, don't be surprised if the miraculous, if God shows up. Sometimes all it takes is 20 seconds of boldness. And number three, <laughs> And I wish this sometimes wasn't true. Boldness always requires faith. In other words, you don't know how it will work out. You don't know how it will work out. When you pray, fill me, make me bold, all of a sudden then you'll step out of your comfort zone. And I can't guarantee to you how that is going to play out. John Maxwell, one of my favourite leadership writers, authors and speakers, he said this, everything you really want but don't have is outside your comfort zone. Just think about that. Everything you really want, but don't have is outside your comfort zone. That's got to be true. Because if it was inside your comfort zone, you'd have it anyway. So everything you and I want is outside our comfort zone, which means 
We need to continually, day by day, say, Jesus, today, fill me. Make me bold. I'm not a bold person. This isn't a superhero thing. But Jesus, by your Spirit, fill me, make me bold. Because I want some stuff. And it's always outside of my comfort zone. Now, when you pray this dangerous prayer, fill me, make me bold, even for 20 seconds, how will it work out? Well, how did it work out for Peter and John? Well, when they prayed the prayer, God filled them with His Spirit and then they got married and they had perfect children and their children were perfect in every single way. And, and, they, and then they made a lot of money in a consultancy business and they bought a second home by the coast and they sold their business in their mid-50s and they retired and they lived pain-free until their late 90s where they both died without any pain peacefully in their sleep. No, they didn't. That's not how it worked out for them. In fact, for John, he was burned in hot oil and then he was exiled on the island of Patmos. For Peter, he was taken uh, to, 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 to Rome and he was crucified upside down. I can't guarantee how it's going to work out for you when you pray the dangerous prayer because boldness always requires faith. But I can guarantee this, that if you and I will pray these dangerous prayers, the search me, Break me, fill me. I can guarantee you this. God will never, ever let you down. And God will always, always be with you. And the life that you desperately want to live, whether you're a Christian or not, that sense of being connected to the supernatural, that sense of, of being on this planet for a reason and a purpose, that is never going to come when you keep praying safe prayers in your comfort zone. It's never going to come. You're never going to have the life you want to have in your comfort zone. It will always come outside of that. So I want to encourage you today. We're going to draw in in a, in a moment into some response and some worship and all of that. But you know, maybe right now you're facing a challenging situation. You feel like one of those little animals and, and there's a big animal right at you and, and, and you're feeling not bold. You know, you're feeling weak, you're feeling small. And I'm going to encourage you to pray the fill me, make me bold prayer today. And as you begin to move out of your comfort zone, what would God say to you today? I think He'd say this, hey, lean in. When you pray that prayer, when you step out of your comfort zone, I want you to know this, I won't let you go. I won't let you go. And I found this song a few weeks ago and I asked our guys at very short notice if they would record this for us and they've done that for you today. This is a brilliant song. Let me just read you a couple of lines. It says, if you could only let your guard down, if you could learn to trust me somehow, I swear I won't let you go. If you could only let go your doubts, if you could just believe in me now, I swear I won't let you go. So before I ask you to pray the fill me prayer, hear the words of God over your life today. Maybe right now you're feeling up against it. I want you to know, God wants you to know, He won't let you go. Here's the song. Just wherever you are right now, just breathe and just receive from God. He says, I won't let you go. Can you let your defences down? Can you let your guard down? Can, can you step out of your comfort zone? And can you pray, fill me and make me bold? And not just now in this moment while you're watching this, but every single day. And I know that right now there are some of you and you are so 
pressured right now. You feel like you're surrounded by, by enemies almost and by challenges and by giants and by situations bigger than you and you feel small and you feel weak and you don't feel like a superhero. Hey, that's okay. But you can pray a dangerous prayer. You can pray, fill me. God, make me bold. Fill me, make me bold. And so I want to encourage you right now to pray that prayer. And in fact, some of you, as I lead you in a prayer, you might want someone else to pray for you. We've got some people online on all of our platforms that would love to pray for you. And the link is going to come up in the chat right now. And just click on that link and someone will pray with you and for you. Or if you're watching it on demand later, then just go onto the link uh, and onto our website and, and say one for me. And we would love to pray for you. Our team pray for these prayer requests every single week. Those that come in from people that we don't know all around the place and we pray for you because we believe in the power of prayer. So if that's you right now and maybe you're facing a challenging situation and you feel weak and you're saying, God, I need courage, I need boldness. Join with me right now and let me pray for you. God, I wanna pray for every single person right now that God, as they pray, <laughs> fill me, make me bold. God, would you by your Spirit give them courage, even that 20 seconds of courage they need to pick up the phone or, or to have a conversation or to step out of the house. God, would you fill them, make them bold, I pray in Jesus' Name. And guys, can I just say, it may be that there's someone and you're watching today, wherever this is, and you're not yet a follower of Jesus. And maybe you don't understand or, or maybe you're beginning to understand because you have started to think about prayer and you have started to think about God and we would love you to join with us. You know, we run an Alpha course here, which I'll, I'll talk about in a moment. But even right now in this moment, right now in this moment, could you actually say, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to surrender to Him. I want to follow Him. And again, there's some links in the chat that are going to come. And if you today want to say, Hey, I don't really know this God that you're talking about, but I want to. If it's true that He won't let me go, if it's true that He can fill me and make me bold to be the person I was meant to be, I want to know Him. And so again, the links in the chat will come up and you can click on one of those links and we would love to connect with you. Now, as we respond, we're going to respond in what we call song worship today. And if you're a follower of Jesus, I want to encourage you wherever you are, don't go passive now. Don't just watch the screen, engage. You know, we've got a few people in the room here and, and we're not allowed to encourage people to sing in the room because of restrictions. And we can't do that, but we can encourage you to engage. We're going to do that with those people in the room and we'd love to do that with you right now. And this song says that, hey, there are times in our life when we feel surrounded and we feel pressured. But in those times that we feel surrounded, we remind ourselves that we are surrounded by God who is bigger than any of those things that surround us. And so we can ask this God, big, this big God to fill us and to make us bold. And that's how we fight our battles. You know, I, I'm, I'm staggered right now at how, how angry the world is and how vitriolic our social media feeds is and how everyone's attacking each other and fighting and I'm right and you're wrong. Hey, we don't fight our battles that way, do we? If you're a follower of Jesus, that's not how we fight our battles. We surrender to God. We worship God. We ask God to fill us with courage to live His life through us. That's how we fight our battles. 
So guys, as we respond, as we surrender, as we give ourselves, let's worship Him and engage with Him and ask Him to fill us again so that when we do feel surrounded, we can be filled with boldness. Thank you.